0: Thank you so much for joining us today on the She's Invincible podcast. And we have brought one of our most invincibles back to you today with some exciting news and messages for what's coming. I am so excited about this. Let me introduce you, or should I say reintroduce you to Dr. Francis Yahia. Francis is a mental health counselor, Akashic Records reader, Archetypal astrologer, podcast host, author, and college professor. She earned her PhD in mental health counseling from Barry University and has studied metaphysics for more than three decades. Having been born into a cult and finally freeing herself and her children 33 years later, Frances is concerned that cults and other coercive spiritual groups teaching Techniques are on the rise. The therapy model and techniques she uses are based on universal laws and are designed to liberate individuals and restore self-love, self-empowerment and self-worth. Her background in mental health counseling, and metaphysics, helped her create therapeutic models that help her clients gain personal insights and unlock the power of their own intuition by removing destructive subconscious programming. Dr. Francis Yahia serves clients nationally and internationally. Her mission is to help everyone free themselves from any source of spiritual coercion. Oh my gosh, so excited to have you back. Oh, and I want to encourage our listeners to go back to episode 95 right here on this podcast and listen to the most amazing one and a half hour episode that we did a few months ago about reprogramming your subconscious mind. Oh, my gosh, you guys, it will blow you away. But today, oh, my gosh, we are so excited to talk to you about retrograde. <laughs> the last time we yeah. talked, we were in retrograde, and that was such an amazing conversation. And as we realized we're heading back into retrograde, I thought, what better way to really I, just the way you laid that out and all of the timing I thought was perfect to bring to our listeners today so they could use this to their advantage so oh my goodness welcome back oh from sunny florida as we have snow here (laughs) in pennsylvania yes and so so crazy oh so i'm excited to talk to you about this today awesome thank you for having me back so
1: our next mercury retrograde is starting on the 14th so this is a really great time to sort of start to prep so I'd like to talk to you first about the meaning of Mercury and what it means archetypally typoline, our psyche and talk to you about the three phases of the Mercury retrograde so you could use it to your advantage. So first, if any of your listeners don't have their astrology chart, you can get it free online. And you just have to have your birthday, your birthplace, and your birth time. And that will show you exactly the house where this is going to play out. And once you identify, where you have this in your chart, you'll know what sector of life is being affected for you personally. So let's talk a little bit about the planet Mercury and the archetype and what it does in our psyche. Mercury is the planet of low-level consciousness. It keeps us veiled. It keeps us in illusion and delusion about what we think we are. So it's right next to the sun, astronomically, the same in the chart. So here is, for instance, on the 14th, I'm going to refer back to the chart over and over again, is the sun and here is Mercury. So in our psyche, we don't get access to the sun, which is our self-worth, our soul, our energy, our source, our divine spark. We think We are something else. Our money, our appearance, our family, our titles, that's Mercury's job. So with every Mercury retrograde, we get an opportunity to pull back the veil and really reconnect with our source, which is the sun. So if we use each Mercury retrograde correctly in the three phases I'm gonna lay out, we really start to get very clear about what we are and what we are not. What are veils that we use to sort of walk in the world with our ego personality versus what is our divine spark or our soul. So that's an important thing. Let me give you a quick mythology about Mercury. Mercury is the sun, Apollo, the God's brother. Within moments of being born, Mercury being a trickster God jumps out of his crib and starts to walk backwards. The reason for the backwards is because retrograde, Mercury retrogrades three times a year, more than any other planet. So you have three opportunities a year in a particular element to work through whatever is being asked of you in your chart, in your psyche. We're working with the air element this year. I'll talk about that in a moment and what part of your life it affects. So when he jumps out of the crib, he realizes that there's a bunch of cows and he steals them and he sells them off. So mercury in our chart, besides the positives of being a trickster or a merchant or a negotiator, which we all have some skill in that, is also the trickster in our psyche to trick us into believing we are what we are not. Again, the veils, the low level consciousness, the delusion. So he sells all of Apollo's cows. Apollo goes up to his father Zeus in Olympus and says, Mercury stole all of my cows. But Mercury was very smart. He kept one of the cows on the side. And when Zeus summons him to punish him, he cuts up the cow, he brings it up on a piece on a platter, and he just, you know, starts flittering his eyelashes, and his father can't get mad at him. And so he's like, Mercury. I am going to reward you and I'm gonna give you the role of messenger of the gods. You can go up to the heavens or the Olympus in the upper world, or you can go down to the lower world. So this is part of Mercury's job in our psyche. The upper world refers to what we want to become. When I have that job, that partner, that car, or the lower world, when I was thinner, when I was younger. So Mercury's role in our psyche to remind us of what we used to be and what we want to be, but never what we really are. So each Mercury retrograde allows us to just stop, sort of revisit and say, wait a minute, I am not that. Okay, so that's one sort of piece of the understanding. Every Mercury retrograde has that same meaning. The thing is, if each Mercury retrograde in your particular chart is going to depend on your astrology chart. So for your listeners, wherever you have Aquarius, the cusp of Aquarius, which looks like this symbol here, that's where Mercury is going to play out. Mercury travels through every element, air, fire, earth, and water, for two years. So right now, it's in air, in Aquarius, this entire year, as last year's, were all in the air signs. So you want to look at your chart for the air signs, Aquarius in particular. What does air mean? Communication, travel, intellect, um, anything to do with the airwaves, the internet. So communications not only through speaking that could be misunderstood, but of course your, your electronics can break down that sort of typical thing that we hear of Mercury retrograde but it's going to affect your chaos. It's gonna affect the way you communicate, the way you travel, anything to do with the air element, relationships as well. So this is gonna be the sector and then depending on your particular chart, that's where you're gonna play it out. So those are sort of the broad strokes of this particular year. And there will be like all other years, three um, in air. During the, during the entire um, 2022. Then next year, we'll start a new element. So everything to do with the air signs or the air houses is going to be sort of on display this year for you to look at. So there's three stages to a retrograde. So let me refer you to the chart. I set up the clock here for January 14th, which is the day that it goes in retrograde. You see here a little red S. That means stationary, but once it turns red, it means it's already retrograde. And this starts on the 14th. Now, I want to direct you here to 10 degrees. This is going to be very important. 10 degrees, this symbol here is Aquarius. So this is Mercury, 10 degrees, Aquarius, retrograde. The first thing you do from now until the 14th is look at what house it's affecting, what sign, when, what element, so you know what sector of your life you're going to sort of dissect and deconstruct. In this particular chart, it's the 10th house. So this would be someone's parents, their professional life, their public image. Now I'm going to move the clock backwards. It'll move backwards because it's retrograde. And I'm going to take it to the last day of the retrograde. So you're going to see that is going to be February 3rd. And you're going to see mercury turn from aquarius to capricorn it moves into a previous sign so about six seven years ago was the last time that you had this so go back into your sort of memory and see what sector it's affecting and what themes of the air element of aquarius of the house in your particular chart it's affecting because now six, seven years ago, it was there prior. That was around January of 2016. So now we're looking at what once was to now where we're working on. So you could start making the connections. Everything in astrology is a metaphor. What I bought at the grocery store today is what I'm going to eat tonight. So whatever you sort of planted in 2016 is what's coming up now to work through again. Okay. Okay. So I'm gonna take this to February and you're gonna see it's gonna go. Oh, that's on days. There it is. Okay. So you're gonna go to February 3rd. There. And here is Mercury. It's now in Capricorn. Again, red stationary. It could also look like an RX, either one. As long as it's red, it's indicating that it's retrograde. And now this is the second stage of retrograde. February 3rd is when it makes the heart stop. This is when you start to make a plan for what you're going to change by sign, Aquarius, by element, air; and by house, depending on your chart. In this person's chart, it's the ninth 10 houses. So it would be, again, spiritual and public persona and religion and philosophy or their parents. So that's specific to the individual. That's the second stage of retrograde. So retrograde is when it starts to think about what you're working on and connect it back to to the last one. The second stage is to make a plan for that sector of your life Again, you're pulling back a veil. You're getting clear about your divine source in your soul and not attached to your validation or the veils that you think you need in order to feel of worth. Okay, that's what we're trying to get closer to with removal of the veils of mercury. And then it goes direct again. And you'll see here, this this S turns into a black S. And then it it, it goes direct. There is the black S on the 4th, and it goes back to 10 degrees of Aquarius, which is where it started, on February 24th. This is when you implement the plan. So here's Mercury, Aquarius, at 10 degrees. So on February 24th, now you've looked back at what you've sort of started. You look at the area that you need to work on, and now February 24th is when you implement the plan. And those are the three stages of how to use a mercury retrograde. All planets go retrograde, and it's a similar thing. But since mercury is the one closest to the sun, it's the one that keeps us most veiled and diluted, and it happens three times a year. It's one that we can really maximize by
0: doing the same process every time. That is amazing. Oh, my gosh. So I'm over here writing notes and laughing because you're talking about how this affects travel, and all I can think about is what's going on in the world right now. Uh, Airlines are traveling flights because of coronavirus, and just there's so many things, people stranded, and it just is unbelievable. So as you're saying all of this, and I'm thinking about it, I'm thinking it already started. Right. Yes. It was- and also Aquarius rules science. It's a very scientific
1: cold sign. And think of everything that's happening right now with the science and, and the virus. So we see that it's besides starting the, the age of Aquarius that the COVID sort of kicked off. Now for last year and this year, all of the retrogrades are in air and we're seeing it really live out with this virus, with the travel, with you know, people on different sides of, of, of
0: the argument. So it's really living it itself out globally. That is insane. When, and when I noticed that, I was like, oh my gosh, we have to have this conversation and bring this to the people so they understand that this has been in the, the planets, right? The, and the moon and the stars and astrology forever and ever. And here we are living it out, which is so weird and crazy and also amazing at the same time. So I yeah. know you are such an expert at this. Tell our listeners about your school. So my school is hidden truths college of metaphysics
1: we have an astrology program where you can learn for personal information or you can actually become a certified astrologer we also teach consciousness coaching Um, the purpose of life is to raise consciousness this is a perfect example the more we get unveiled and truer to our source the higher our consciousness raises so we do have a consciousness coaching program We also teach Akashic Records. We teach shamanism. We teach Egyptian tarot. We have a ton of different workshops on all things metaphysics, mysticism, divination. You name it, I teach it. (laughs) So you can visit our website, hiddentruthscollege.com. We're actually starting um, our new learning management system on the 24th of this month. So we're offering a lot of discounts right now for anyone who's really interested. This is a great time to start studying, not only with this Um, Mercury in Aquarius, that is all of the age of Aquarius teachings, all of this metaphysical teachings, it's in alignment with that, but also just the fact that we're starting off fresh with our new learning management system. We're really inviting people to come and join. Oh, this is so amazing. So amazing. A great community of like-minded people that want to talk about these things and really understand um, hermetic teachings and spiritual teachings from the root, like from sacred texts. And really understand the truth of everything that's happening in the world and this is
0: online right your school it's yes. all online so it doesn't it's matter where online. you're listening from you can jump on that website and you can enroll in any of those programs which is just absolutely amazing oh my gosh well thank you for stopping by with us for this amazing conversation And now a word from our sponsor, Christine Trumbull, founder of Coaching the Climb, understands the challenges of building a successful business. She's faced many of those challenges herself and helped hundreds of clients build successful businesses. With the launch of her new podcast, The Climb with Christine, you will hear the same advice she gives her clients, as well as conversations with experts in a variety of topics, including business, health, relaxation, mindset, kids, and fashion. Check it out on iTunes, The Climb with Christine, and be sure to subscribe, download, and give her a rating and review. Of course, before we leave, I cannot let you go without sharing a little good, bad and ugly. So what I thought we would do is since we did your journey on episode 95, let's just do the good, the bad and the ugly from this past year. So 2021, it is gone. It is behind us. Let's share a couple quick stories. Tell us about your good story of 2021. So
1: in 2020, and I and I shared this in our last conversation, I had gotten out of a severe depression, five years of cancer. So 2020 was sort of reestablishing my 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 spiritual philosophy that was obviously shattered and and looked at during all that depression and cancer. 2021 was regaining my mental clarity, my mental strength. I wrote over eight books. I started you know this this whole new version of the school like. A Hidden Truths 2.0. Um, it was phenomenal, phenomenal in terms of growing the the coaching program and really just writing and speaking and getting out there. Um, despite COVID, Zoom and online education blew up. So it was a really great opportunity in terms of my mental health, and that was a really positive um, time for me after just having had. Sort of toppled everything. I'm now rebuilding, and now 22 is about the physical. So it's like spirit, mental, physical, in that order. Um, So I'm really fortunate to have had the time to write so much and publish so much information.
0: Oh my gosh, and the books are out now. I know when we spoke before, they were you were wrapping that up and they were gonna be yes. coming out one after the other. Yes, a couple are
1: already out on Amazon. Um, one is out on Audible, a few are on their way and a few more are coming later this year. I've already written several as well that will be published later in the year, but all the ones I finished will probably by spring all be available on Amazon, um, Kindle, and Audible. And
0: that is amazing. And the good news is for our listeners that they don't have to wait for the book because you have so many videos. So tell them where they can find your free videos. So when you gave my
1: intro and you mentioned the cult, you know, we're in a wonderful opportunity to learn about spirit and metaphysics and hermetic philosophy. So many of these teachings were held in caves or private, not available to the mass um, for so many years. The thing is, that as it's sort of available to all of us, a lot of it has been misconstrued. And this allows a lot of people to teach things that are not true and misinterpret spiritual teachings So in addition to classes and and everything that I offer clients and and students, my larger mission in life is to teach people the truth about these spiritual teachings and how all of this works. So everything is on my website free. I've got workbooks that are attached to each of the books that I've written. Um, My YouTube has hundreds and hundreds of hours of video. I'm constantly putting stuff on universal laws, metaphysics, Um, astrology mythology so if you're into anything metaphysics you can find it on my youtube
0: i love it and i especially have loved following you on instagram because you post so regularly and you post some of the most thought-provoking messages that i read it and then i'm like hmm and then i read it again and i'm like Hmm. and then at the end, and then one more time, I'm like, wow, you know, like that's how I process <laughs> this Thank information, you. but I love it, and there's been times I've reached out, like, tell me more about this, or tell me about that, and I know you had one program I wasn't available to attend, but uh, but I just love following you, and I love learning from you, I love how you teach, you're so thorough, and so professional, and so wanting to help people to learn more, and make a bigger impact, and I just love that about you. You are just one of our favorite friends here at the She's Invincible podcast. Oh, thank you so much. Thank well, you. Well let's really go. Oh yeah, amazing. You're amazing. And I just love it every bit of it that you bring. Uh let's tell them a story about the band of 2021. We know there had to be one, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> so I'll just share a personal anecd- um, anecdote. Um, sure. I would say that 2021 was a little bit out of balance. Um, because I did write so much, I sat in this chair all year writing and reading and teaching. So a lot of air element, but not too much earth element. I was not outside enough. I did not walk my dog enough and I did not walk myself enough. <laughs> so this year I have written a whole theory about the physical and the earth elements and I've been making my way outside every day and really enjoying nature, but sometimes we need to know the bad so we can look at the good, right? You know, and get that balance. But yeah, I definitely say that I I was seated way too much. Um, so that's what intellectual pursuits sometimes we forget to take care of the the physical
0: body. So definitely seeking balance this year to make up for the bad of last year. <laughs> I love it. Okay. And one more we've got to go a little deeper. So do you have an ugly story from 2021 that you can share with our listeners? I do,
1: um, I left my university position. I had been part of this university system for oof over 15 years. So it was tough. Um, and one of my colleagues passed because of COVID. And just everything in, in higher ed really changed because of COVID and last year was really difficult for faculty, for students. It was just a really difficult decision for me to make. But it was time. And it was ugly in the sense that it was just heart. It was like heartbreak. You know, it was like a divorce when you're with the university system and 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 other professionals and colleagues for so long.
0: So yeah. Oh, yes. And yet so bittersweet, right? Because if you don't let go of the good, you're never going to get the great. The exactly. Yes. <laughs> and, and here yeah. you are now and you, have you know, 2.0 and you've got all these books and, you know, because you let go, right? Because you, because you were ready to end one, to start the new. I love that. I talk about that all the time is, you know, you cannot grab the great when you're still holding on to the good. And uh, yes, and it's, it's, it's hard, right? Because it's, it doesn't mean that you don't love it. It just means it's not going where you're going in this next phase. And it can sometimes be the most difficult thing to do, uh, to one to decide and two to actually execute. So any last, I was thinking any last, um, just, uh, advice or example for someone who is really wanting to embrace this process of looking back from those six or seven years ago, making this plan, and then getting ready to execute it on the 24th. Uh, Any simple steps about that, that you would give to be uh, just really practical? So I'm very big about taking people
1: and things off of pedestals. And oftentimes when we put someone or something on a pedestal, we forget that it is that in that person that we have in ourselves. And we haven't acknowledged that what we're respecting in them is in us. And one of the things I tell students is if you have someone on a pedestal or you really admire someone, ask yourself, and one of the words of Mercury is curiosity, asking the right questions. Ask yourself, what wound is that person trying to cover? And that is why they are so probably advanced or really good in what they're doing. And that means that you too have that capacity. And if you clean out your wound and you move away the veil to realize that that pedestal is actually mirroring the capacity you have in yourself, now instead of a pedestal, it's an equal. And you can use that to get to where you want to go and make that exactly your strength rather than just admiring it in another. If you admire it in another, it's in you. Just like if you judge it in another, it's you. So instead of removing the veils or thinking someone is so spectacular, go, wait, I have that in me. Let me just work my mercury, move away the the wound or the veil or the low level consciousness and really see my capacity to get there too.
0: Oh, that's so great. So profound. I love it. Oh my gosh. Well, happy new year. Thank you so much for being back and being with us and sharing this amazing information today. And let's all jump in and get this together, get it started and roll with this new retrograde as we go through this time from January 14th to February 24th, so, so fun. And to our listeners, I don't know where you are in your life or your business, but if you're face down on the ground right now, get back up girl get back up you can do it tell them you tell them too, dr francis absolutely Absolutely. awesome every dark
1: night is followed by a spring
0: yes i love that get back up hey thanks so much for hanging out with us today if you were inspired or learned something new please subscribe to the podcast give us a review and share us with your friends For more information about me and how I can support you, please stop on over to my website at camylehman.com and book a free call with me. I'd love to meet you and learn more about how I can support you.